I'm really excited to introduce Kelly and Joe Dan from Lexington, Kentucky. Just honored to have them on the show today because they are one of the top operators in the entire country. They've got nine locations. They've got a dedicated facility for wash and fold production, pickup and delivery. They know how to operate and they know how to scale their business. So really honored to have you guys on the show. Also very thankful that you'll be speaking at the Curbside Lotteries Conference coming up in June. We're really fortunate to have both of you as speakers at the conference. How did to get into the laundry business in the first place? We started a cleaning service. We got to where we were cleaning four to 500 houses a month. And the clients wanted us to keep our staff behind to clean laundry. So Kelly came up with a bright idea one day. She said, you know, we own this office right here. Why don't we buy, we went to H.H. Gregg, we bought four washers, <laughs> four dryers. And next thing you know, we're pumping out laundry and we're picking it up from the uh, customer's house. The, the maids are bringing it back. And then the next day, the staff takes it back to them. Well, the problem with that is the logistics, trying to keep up. We had no software. There was no software. And so now we don't clean one house. Now we clean only businesses. But in around 2003 or 2004, we opened up our first laundromat and then everything went through there, but still we were paper tickets. But that's how we got started in the laundry business. It was the demand of our staff to be left behind to do laundry. And it just took forever. You know, you can't send someone well, we all know how doing laundry at home, how long it takes. You could spend the whole weekend doing your family's laundry. And that's why I think it's so important pickup and delivery. You know, people are striving to find time and, and this just frees their entire weekend up or their evenings up. We're getting a lot of phone calls from actually people who never expected to get into pickup and delivery. And between you and me, I think they probably prefer if they could just do wash and fold at their store only because that's what they got used to. But they've got so many customers asking them, hey, do you offer pickup and delivery? And if you're listening to your customer, they're really asking, do you do laundry pickup and delivery? And if you don't, they may take their business somewhere else. So I think people are realizing it's a little bit like Blockbuster versus Netflix. You know, Blockbuster loved it. When people would go to the store to pick up their movies and they drive it back to return them, but the customers demand convenience. And that's part of the evolution of laundry pickup and delivery. So you guys really hit it gung-ho, you know, on pickup and delivery. You've got the multiple locations and now you've got a facility that you're building out or you built out dedicated to wash and fold. Because one business model would be you take the pickup and delivery to each of your locations, you keep them busy there. And I'm curious as far as the reasons why you're doing a centralized processing for your pickup and delivery. The processing, it, it came down to, me and Kelly walked in, what was it, on a, on a Monday. And all the washers and dryers were running at the Waller Avenue location. I said, wow, we're really busy. Then I looked up, there's not one customer because we're utilizing every washer and every dryer in the facility. And I said, oh man, we're running off customers and the customers aren't going to wait on us. We should wait on the customer. We had a big decision to make. Are we going to overwhelm the floor or are we going to try to find a close facility to where we don't overwhelm the customer? So Kelly came up with a bright idea. Hence, we have this new facility that yes. we're in. So yeah, we're she, she called our real estate broker. He's a really good guy. And, uh, and he found us something that was off the market and it didn't even get on the market. And we made our offer and, and they accepted. And, and we came in here and we've put, I swear, over $500,000 in renovations just to get it ready for laundry. And it's been well worth it because we see the future of what this facility is going to do. But the main reason why we switched over is because we were getting overwhelmed. If you want to grow and scale, you have to either pick up a third shift all night long. We have our facility set up to where it can do 
50,000 pounds a week if we want on two shifts. If I get to that point, 50,000 pounds a week, I'm not concerned with the third shift as much as more as I'm concerned with expanding the facility, which there's room to expand on the other side. It's so fascinating in regards to capacity because you're 100% right. You know, you start the third shift. At some point, you start rubbing elbows with the customer and then you're competing against the customer for machine use. And one or two things will happen. You know, those self-serve customers may say, I'm going to go somewhere else. So you have to be strategic and sometimes we'll throttle how much laundry we do during the day and then we go full bore at nighttime. So after we close our doors at 10 o'clock at night, it's closed to the public. And then we're doing laundry all night long until the morning. Over the holiday break, I got a text message from a client who said, Merry Christmas, and he's doing over 100 grand in Washington and pick up and delivery and, and just kicking butt. He goes, Merry Christmas, and he showed me his uh, revenue chart. So I go, hey, great news. We're coming out with text message marketing and all this. So whatever business you're doing now, you're going to be doing more after that's released, which will be very soon. He goes, well, I'm not sure I could handle much more because he's got two locations and he already has a third shift. But then at that point, do you buy a third location or do you do what you're doing, which is centralized processing? We actually thought of closing down Waller Avenue and just making it a dedicated facility, kind of like what Randy and Paul did there in Columbus Express Laundry. But we changed our mind and we were lucky to find this building and do it like this. For the audience out there, you've got to check out Kelly and Joe Dan's YouTube channel, Splash Them Out. So I'll provide a link inside the description, but it is phenomenal because like no other channel, it is hands-on. It's at the laundromat. It is direct. You're going to learn so much stuff. When you see it at the laundromat, see the action and you see the actual things that are going on, you've got to check out the channel, add it to your subscription list because it's quality content. So something that really impressed me, you know, watching your YouTube channel is just how well you manage your multiple locations. Because we've got one location and we've got some managers who are managing it and, and doing a great job. But one location for many people is hard to manage and you're just managing and not breaking a sweat. So what's your secret? Actually, it's easier the more locations you obtain because you have more staff to fill the void if someone calls in sick. So the more employees you have, the more you can spread them throughout if someone were to call in. We have really great staff. They're willing to take on extra hours if they do need to do so. In the way we have developed our management team, we have managers, supervisors, laundry attendants. If a laundry attendant were to call in, a supervisor would fill in. We overhire, we always overhired, over and it's easier to overhire when you have nine laundromats. We always have people floating around. So if someone were to uh, call in, or not show up, that floater would go straight over there and they know that. When we had one laundromat, it was it was hard. Two laundromats, a little bit more difficult. When we, we got to three, it was getting easier, and four, five, it, it's just gotten so much easier to manage. Maybe that has something to do with our experience, but I, I believe more laundromats, less problems, less laundromats, more problems. <laughs> Except for maintenance. Except for maintenance. <laughs> That's kind of the, the same issue people have when they first get into pickup and delivery. It's actually hardest when you first get started. I compare it to like taking off in a plane and you're using a lot more fuel to take off than once you hit cruising altitude. For folks looking to get into it, I'd say at least half the laundry owners are doing their own pickup and deliveries when they first get started. And if you have one person calling sick, you might just have one or two people doing wash and fold and you're kind of close to the ledge in a sense. You know, what happens to that person's out, the owner's back at the store doing wash and fold. So the more people you have, the better, the easier it is. Just know that when you first get started, you're going to be putting in a little bit more sweat equity than once you're really ramped up. And you can't, don't get discouraged. It will get better. It depends on who you are. 
For most people, it gets better. It did get better. I attribute a lot of that to Kelly because she's better with employees and team members than, than I am. I'm too cut and dry. Oh, you can't do the job? Bye. See you. I'm impatient. She's patient. It's a good balance. Oh, when did you get into wash and fold at your laundromats? We started the very day we bought our first laundromat. Actually, we didn't buy it. We just saw it. Well, it was an empty yeah. space and we put washers and dryers in there. And mm -hmm. and, and then we, here's the funny part, Matt. We didn't know anything about cleaner supply or any of these places. Ugh, we would take horrible. hangers <laughs> and take a plastic bag and put it over a hanger and be all fluffy. It, it, it looks so, the presentation was terrible, but the clothes were folded nice. But the presentation was terrible. The packaging. The packaging, everything. It was like shirt folders. We didn't know anything about it. It was the Wild West back then, too, because we weren't all connected on Facebook and different social media or forums. Now we learn from each other. One little picture. You see one image, and that could completely change your mindset. Of like, hey, that's what we got to do. And without that sharing of information, it's really hard to have that consistent product. Like I've seen wash and fold bags, the finished product being this like Santa Claus bag. And nobody wants to carry that thing. It's going to be gigantic. It's not very convenient. It weighs a lot. It took time to really hone in the product. You're like, how do I carry this out of here? You know, <laughs> a lot of customers do that. Our drivers will go and they, they stuff it, which is good for us. We're, you know, getting more poundage. All they do is put it on their porch. They don't realize our drivers have to pack it to the van. And then, you know, it's brought into right. the facility and then it's packaged up and taken back. And usually they end up with extra bags. We'll give them extra bags at the end of processing their laundry, just because we want everything uniform when we give it back. Presentation is everything. It's part of what they're paying for. And that's one of the reasons why they'll stay with you versus somebody else. Very exactly. true. Yes. Can't make a first impression twice. <laughs> right. That's a good point. And I was curious as far as why you chose curbside laundries for your point of sale software for wash and fold and pick up and delivery. That's a good question. Let's go back 20. I don't know the dates, but we were using Clover. Because there wasn't any there software wasn't anything that we could here. find. So Correct. we we wanted something that we could utilize, process payments, and enter things the best we could. It, but, but it just wasn't working. Not at all. And then, and then we went to another software. So we've gone through four different softwares, three of them in the professional business of what we would consider professional in our industry. When we got to you guys, we were skeptical at first because we didn't know. We're like, is this going to be the same old, same old empty promises and all this stuff? No, it was promises kept. You guys, it was the seamless transition. So if anybody were to switch from whatever they're using, when I got on the phone with Ken, he was amazing because he, he was. He's he very patient. Us, he's patient with me, which is, you have to be patient with me. And and he, he got me bang, bang, bang. He said, here's what you need to do on your end. If you can't do it, I'll do it for you. I'll help you along the way. And you gave a total solution. And and we were up and running in no time. And I felt like it was seamless. It was it was less than a week. And the only people we were waiting on were the credit card people. That's it. And it was just a seamless operation. The support, the support is amazing. What's funny is we don't need much support. We'll call and ask Which, a stupid question yeah. every now and then. <laughs> I've noticed you will inform us if you're making a change to the software, you're going to inform us what's coming in the future. You don't you don't promise a bunch of stuff. And I love that about your company. We look for partnerships. I don't feel like you guys sell us. You're not salesmen. And and I feel like Curbside's a partner to us. I feel like you're part of our company. You're part of our growth. You're part of, of who we are as an identity of Splash Em Out because we are happy when 
we do stuff. I see fireworks. That's it. What happened there? Maybe I'm giving too many compliments, but that's, yeah. but that's true. I'm speaking the total truth. We have dealt with companies to do what they say, but you actually do. And we appreciate that. For me on my side, because I do what, deal with the employees, <sighs> you know, I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to have to go through all this training again. But curbside is so easily uh, taught to new employees. I had my time back that I could focus on my company and I wasn't worried about you know, I'm going to get 20 calls because someone can't figure out how to process an order. With curbside, it's just simple. I don't think it could be any easier. As far as the simplicity of making it easy, especially with multiple locations, it's whatever number of questions times nine. So if you're not getting very many phone calls between that many locations, that's really says something. That's huge. Stay tuned for part two of our interview with Joe Dan and Kelly. We're going to be talking about revolutionizing your operations cutting-edge marketing strategies, and insider insights at the Curbside Conference. It's an episode you won't want to miss. And if you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to click like and subscribe so other people just like you could find the podcast.